Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and we're going to be talking about one of the biggest, greatest festivals. In fact, I think it's up for an award. Uh, it is the Greek Festival in downtown Salt Lake City. So joining us in studio today, let me first say it's an honor to have Father George Nikas with us. Father George, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you very much. Now, he is not only the cathedral dean, but the presiding priest over the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral and the Prophet Elias Greek Orthodox Church. So you have a, a lot of hats in addition to the Greek Festival. Absolutely. And we hear the last name, Nikas. Aha, that's Greek. Joining us, too, is Connie Yangit. She's the operations manager and the chair of the Greek Festival. And Connie, what a delight to have you. Thank you so much. It's a delight to be here. Thank you. Can you guys give me the history? How long have we had the Greek Festival approximately in our community? Because it's, to me, such a, a vibrant, textual um, history of the state of Utah. So we have been around for 42 years. This is our 42nd year, and we're ecstatic. Um, we've come a long way from the original festival that started with the Mother's Club in the basement of the church. So you can imagine being cramped downstairs in the basement of the cathedral, and now we've got tents going on. We've kind of extended it all the way out to the parking lot. We're almost a second south from third to second south, so we're really excited. We've come a long way from that time, but we've built a lot of camaraderies and a lot of friendships along the way, so it's been great. 42 years, that shows a, a big part of the history. Uh, tell me a bit about the Greek Orthodox Church here in Salt Lake City, because as it's grown from 42 years ago, a, a group of women in a basement, tell us about our, our Greek Orthodox community. Absolutely. The Greek Orthodox community here in Salt Lake City is a vibrant community. Uh, a few years ago, we celebrated 100 years wow. of having uh, the church community here. And, of course, you can imagine in the early years how difficult it was. Uh, Greeks coming over for mining for different uh, jobs here, railroad and so forth, but wanting to have their faith with them and to be close with each other formed the uh, church, and that's usually how it would happen across the United States. Uh, so at that time period, between like 1910 and 1920, we had first-generation immigrants coming from Greece. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, and so we not only have uh, first, second generation, which of course not as much, but third, fourth, fifth generation that continue the faith, the Hellenic traditions that we have, uh, of which a product, a big product, is of course the annual Greek festival, uh, which is an opportunity for us to showcase this. Uh, not only our culture, but also an opportunity when people come to visit the church, to tour the church, and to learn more about the Greek Orthodox faith, uh, which has been characterized as America's best kept secret. Uh, but hopefully we will not keep it a secret much longer, and it'll be an opportunity for people to find out more and to learn more about it. People are more familiar when they hear Roman Catholic Orthodox or rather than hearing Greek Orthodox. But, you know, growing up where I did, there was a, a vibrant Greek community and a vibrant um, 
uh, religious Greek community. So the Greek Orthodox Church was very much a part of the the life of, of mom and dad and Yaya and everyone in the household. Tell me, Connie, a bit about the role, and both of you guys can, the role that the food plays into the Greek culture. Because to me, it is one of the, um, it's the honey that brings the, the bees together. It kind of is, is something that's much more than just food. It is. It's not that it's only delicious. Um, we try to prepare it from Yaya, which is a grandmother, to showing the young kids how to do it. Um, it brings us to the table together where we all sit down, we pray together, we talk, we laugh, we cry. Um, it just brings us all together. And I hope that it continues that way because it's the center of the family. What are some of the, the Greek recipes that we're going to? There's some of the, I don't want to spill the beans, other, though, before we met in the studio, I did say I love tiropites, which is, it, it, I, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, yes. Okay, one of the best. It's like gentle phyllo dough with some buttery layers, and then you bite down, and there's some cheese in there, and it does. It's just the best. Buttery and delicious. It is. Okay, so some of the famous Greek food will have a chance to sample well, at the Greek festival. Naturally, it wouldn't be a Greek festival without the Greek lamb, uh, the other meat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pasticho, which I always would term as uh, our version of uh, the lasagna, so to speak, like a Greek lasagna. Wow. Uh, it's made with a nice bechamel sauce and then mixed in with the... Uh, Hamburger meat and the uh, macaroni is absolutely delicious. Do they use it's, feta cheese? It's actually father's favorite. You can tell. Okay, so what is that called again? Because we want to look for that. Pasticho. Pasticho. Mm-hmm. Spelled with what? Is that P. what the B? P. Yep. Okay, yep. great. My, I'm rusty on the Greek. No, you are good. Sorry. Okay, so we're looking for the Greek lasagna. Yes. And of course, the different uh, shish kebab, the souvlaki, as we call it in Greek, the pork souvlaki, chicken souvlaki, uh, the gyro. Not gyro. Yeah, it, <laughs> I've been trying to tell people for years that it is pronounced the, the gyro, gyro, right? Gyro, yes. big, from gyro meaning circular. So that has slices of lamb. Correct. And then mm-hmm. a, a wonderful cucumber sauce. Yes, what is that? tzatziki yes. sauce. Oh, that is fantastic. And then onions and onions, tomatoes. tomatoes and a pita bread rolled together and it's just delicious. Mm-hmm. Don't try to eat it when you're driving. Oh, no. That's one of those it's a little stations. Messy. <laughs> it's a little messy. <laughs> Which I should mention, by the way, with the Greek festival, there are tables or places. And I know, and we'll, we'll talk a bit about how this can be a family event. And it really should be because yes, it's absolutely. a long. Absolutely. But I have gone by myself and have absolutely enjoyed myself and we'll talk about the entertainment there because you yes. really do get a chance to um, explore so much of the Greek festival um, and the Greek heritage but exactly let's go back to food for a bit okay so the souvlakis the gyros the tiropites spanakopita okay what is that which is just like the tiropita that you love but mm-hmm. it's got spinach inside with feta cheese like you said, butter, phyllo, it's just delicious. You bite in and it's just exquisite. Okay, so, so we're going to look for everyone that. Everyone has to try that. So it almost sounds like you can't do one meal. You're going to have to go for lunch and dinner for a couple of days so that you can get everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. You don't want to roll out the door. You will not want to come <laughs> with just one meal. Yes. Yes. There's a lot to partake in. Well, and there are a lot of people who are involved in the preparation of the food for the Greek festival. So there let's are. talk about that. How, do, how is that coordinated, Connie? So we actually have individual chairmen for um, a lot of the food items. So we get together throughout the summer and we bake together. It's basically a camaraderie. We all get together. Um, it's the oldest to the youngest. There's no age differential. We just all come together and pitch in and we have a great time doing it. I'm glad you brought that up because 
Um, most of us, when we go to buy, and of course, we haven't talked about the baklava. We're going to get to the Greek desserts in just a bit. But we're not realizing that by supporting the Greek festival, we are actually supporting the tradition of the weeks before the family generations coming together and preparing the traditional dishes. Absolutely. We enjoy getting together. It it just it shows the younger generation that great work ethic that the your grandparents had and it's we're trying to pass that on to generation to generation so we can continue so we're at the 85th festival soon. I just realized I didn't give the festival dates and I need to make sure that we get those dates on people's calendars right now because we don't want to miss it. September so, 8, 9 and 10. All right, so 3 days, that means you can have Three lunches and three dinners. <laughs> yes. Possible 12 meals. And if you desserts would like. in between. 25 desserts. <laughs> yes. Which yes. Is, okay, let's go to the desserts because you are infamous, or not infamous, world-renowned for your desserts. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Father, you want to take over? Well, the, the most classic Greek dessert is baklava. But it's prepared differently by the Greeks than it is by other cultures in the Middle East. Correct. Because, for example, Turkish baklava usually is rolled up and usually uses pistachios, whereas the Greek baklava is mostly walnuts, almonds, of course, the phyllo, the honey, cinnamon. Uh, but it is made with tremendous love and care, and when made properly with real butter, uh, it is authentic. And authentic means it tastes absolutely delicious, such that one piece is never enough. And it is not... Uh, the kind of baklava you might get at a local 7-Eleven because now a lot of people want to imitate Greek desserts because they're so popular. And mass production, which is not the same. It is not the same. And unless you get a Greek dessert at a, you know, at, at our church here in Salt Lake City, don't settle for second best. Mm, and I'll, I'll concur, the baklava. I've got a friend, and we should just share that, by the way. I'm Rebecca. Joining us in the studio, Father George Nikas. He is a presiding priest over the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral and the Prophet Elias Greek Orthodox Church. Also with us, Connie Yengich, who is the chair of the Greek Festival, coming our way September 8th, 9th, and 10th, and the operations manager as well. I almost lost my thought thinking of baklava, which is... Absolutely. Chairwoman, is that a better term? You're yeah. good. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I almost lost my, I was going to say, train of thought with the baklava mention. But uh, it is absolutely an extraordinary dessert. What other dessert, desserts should we look We've forward to? We've actually got cheesecake baklava, which is a great thing, too. So it's a New York cheesecake incorporated with baklava, which is So is that more of delicious. a modern tradition? We've mixed it in a It is a modern mm-hmm. tradition. Um, we've also got curambiades, which is a a butter cookie with powdered sugar on top that when you put it in your mouth, it just melts. Say that again. It's a curambiada. Yeah, that's one of those desserts that everyone, you know, sometimes kids can be picky. Luckily, my boys will eat anything. But there are those families who, that's a great dessert to start with. And they're fun because it reminds you of a little snowball. Yeah, they absolutely do. Yes, and they can tell when you've eaten one too. So (laughs) you can't really sneak one. Yeah, wear a white shirt if you can. If not, it's going to give it away. And then we've also got gandayifi. It's a shredded phyllo dough. And it's got almonds and inside with uh, cinnamon, and it's covered in a syrup, and it's just delicious. That's one of my favorites. Um, Pasta flora, which is like a, a butt shortbread with almond flavoring in it with raspberry jam or apricot jam on top. Um, we've got amygdala which is an almond paste cookie, which is also delicious. 
Galatubutico, which is a custard uh, filled. It's like a phyllo on top and a phyllo on the bottom filled with custard, and it's just delicious. I almost need a moment of silence for that. Yes, you do. That is probably one of the. (laughs) That's one of the favorites. A lot of people just come for that too. So we are doing a a lot of emphasis on the food because I do not want you to miss that. Now we're going to talk about some of the entertainment and some of the culture and some of the history. Before you do, if I may, we can't forget the lucumadas. Okay, what is that? Lucumadas is fried uh, dough. Almost like an Italian zeppoli, but much sweeter and much tastier. No offense. <laughs> it's okay. They're north of you anyways. What can they do? But? With honey and powdered sugar, cinnamon, sometimes even nuts. They are uh, uh, very delicious. Mm. Extremely uh, delicious. The line usually is, is extremely long. So Spell, spell that for me, or at least what is Lucomades. L-O-U-K-A-M-A-D-E-S. The desserts are, if you're going to arrange it like you did last year, they're in a separate area. Right? Exactly. Which we, was nice mm-hmm. because I was over here eating my gyro and my souvlaki and my tiropitas. And I thought, I'm full. And I realized, wait a minute. I haven't had dessert. I haven't had dessert. And you can actually buy desserts to take home. You can. Little plates. Which is the best. Yes. So you can enjoy them throughout the week. I would suggest putting them in the back seat of your car because by putting them on the passenger seat, I found myself reaching in thinking no one's going to have any baklava left the way I'm eating this on my way home. But All of the food and all of the desserts would be available for takeout. Yes. Okay. Yes, and would make a wonderful gift for relatives or friends that may not be able to attend the festival. Wonderful idea. Again, September 8th, 9th, and 10th. This way, no Utah would go without. <laughs> well, and, and there's nothing like giving the gift of international food. Right. You've mentioned that a lot of the flavors are coming not just from filo dough, which is a very thin, thin, thin slice of flaky. Of flaky um, yes. So, And Dumb. then usually they put some um, butter and then another layer so you get this kind of light. Mm-hmm. People are familiar with croissants. It's a kind of similar right. concept. Right. It's almost like a puff pastry, but mm-hmm. very, very thin. Right. Better than the puff pastry. Yes, exactly. But you've also mentioned almonds. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to dig really deeply into uh, geography in Greece, but were almonds a, a big part of of that? They are. It's a big crop in Greece. And yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken, they are exported from mm-hmm. Greece as well mm-hmm. to many countries because they are a staple ingredient in many of the uh, desserts. And have. feta cheese, which is another one of those. It's it's becoming more popular. It used to be that I would only find feta cheese when I was eating a Greek salad. Or, by yes. the way, you do have Greek, great yes. Greek salads. We do we as do. well. But feta is becoming more popular. You can get it at Costco now. It is. It is. It's everywhere. Let's talk a bit about some of the entertainment because the lunch and dinner or the hours of the festival. Tell me the hours. So we are 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. And we start at 11 p.m. or excuse me, 11 a.m. on Sunday. And we finish at 8 p.m. And it's taken place in downtown Salt Lake. Let's give the specific address of where it yes, will be hosted. Yes, 279 South, 300 West. Okay, 279 South, 300 West. 300 West. And it's right on the property of the Holy Trinity Greek yes. Orthodox Church. Yes, So you is. mentioned, when you, and for those who just joined us, Connie, who is the chair of the festival, was talking about how over the years, 42 years we've had the Greek festival in our community, it has spread and grown because of community support and because it's just so yes. wonderful to attend. So it's not just inside. You'll actually have a chance to go into the courtyards and kind of on the side as it spreads yes. and, and we also have a museum down in the church so that they can go in and take a look at our history from when we first start, when we first came here. Um, there's a lot of it about the immigrant miners that came even to Price. So there's a long history there. So is that where many of the, the immigrant miners started was in the mines in, in central Utah, yes. I guess, Price area? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, in that area as well as the uh, uh, 
Carbon County was mostly where a lot of the immigrants came at first. And then they, a lot of them stopped here in Salt Lake too. What a change for them to go from the island of Greece with the tropical yes. temperate weather yes. to the seasons. It of wasn't Utah. the easiest thing for them. Absolutely. Well, miners are hard workers they as are. we know it. So we have a chance throughout the festival to go downstairs and look at the museum, which would be a great educational experience for a family yes. that's coming down. It is. And, for uh, aficionados of history. Yes. And shouldn't we all be? At least in some way, yes. you know, to gain greater appreciation. It's nice to know what your heritage is. Especially when we're driving downtown Salt Lake and we see the beautiful Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral and we say, what does this represent? It represents over 100 years of faith yes. of immigrants who came just uh, 60 years after the pioneer, Mormon pioneers came. So another yes. generation of pioneers. Yes. The uh, museum is directly underneath the uh, cathedral church. So, which would be, which is also available, open throughout the day for tours, and for people again to have a quick discussion, <clears throat> excuse me, with myself, uh, or with uh, learned members of our community there about the faith, and then they could very simply go downstairs, have a tour, or go and eat something, and then maybe to burn off some calories, have the tour, and then go back for the dessert. I like that. I, it's it's a beautiful idea. Um, on Sunday. Uh, you mentioned the hours are slightly shorter, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Uh, will there also be Mass or... Yes, yes. we call it the Divine Liturgy, <clears throat> Excuse me, which will be 9 a.m. Uh, the Orthros, and then uh, around actually 10, 9 a.m. will be the Divine Liturgy. We're going to have a little bit earlier so that we can be prepared to go. You know, when I grew up as a little girl, I grew up in a city that had many different... Um, cultures and many different faith traditions. And so I grew up going to to Mass and to mm-hmm. explain it to me, liturgy, liturgy <laughs> with liturgy. my friends who were uh, mm-hmm. part of the Greek Orthodox Church. And I went to bar mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs. And, mm-hmm. and it was so great for me to get this this wider scope of, of world thought and religion and have respect for others. Yes. So is it open? Is the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral open to others to join you? It is open to everyone. Okay. Uh, the services are bilingual uh, because we still have first generation and people who uh, enjoy the Greek. Uh, we use Greek as well, but English as well. Uh, we have choirs that are chanting, uh, chanters. Uh, it is a beautiful liturgy for those who want to discover uh, a liturgy that has basically remained unchanged from the time of the early church. Uh, as you know, Orthodox Christianity uh, has as its uh, founder our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are a the, the Christian Church that has remained unchanged from the time of Christ. And in that time, so we have an opportunity then to come to any of this. You said nine a.m. Is that the one time? Or? Nine for Sunday okay, morning. For yes. Sunday morning, nine okay. a.m. Uh, nine a.m. would be safe time to be there. Nine nine thirty. Uh, to be for the liturgy. Of course, Holy Communion is offered only to those who are uh, Orthodox, but the andidron that we give at the end, the uh, bread, is uh, offered to everyone, but more so an opportunity for people to come and to, to pray, to pray for the recent calamities and tragedies in Texas, uh, to pray for peace between North Korea and the world, uh, and to pray uh, that uh, God will continue to imbue his divine countenance on all peoples of faith so that we may hopefully be a more peaceful world and a more loving world. What a wonderful prayer and, and something that we all 
can concur with. Yes. The Greek Festival that's coming to downtown Salt Lake, for those who just joined us, is September 8th, 9th, and 10th, mm-hmm. holding downtown Salt Lake at the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral. Each day it starts at 11 a.m., right, Connie? Yes, correct. And I mentioned, not only is this an opportunity for us to walk through and explore the cathedral, to go downstairs, to see the museum, to maybe on Sunday attend a liturgy, but it's also a chance for us to immerse ourselves in the Greek culture, which is very vibrant in yes. Salt Lake City. Besides the wonderful foods that you do not want to miss out, there is entertainment, the Greek dancers. Tell me a little bit yes. about that. So they are youth dancers. They range in age from 12 years old to 21 in our oldest group, the Dionysius group. Um, they love to dance. They can't wait to be up there and dance and showcase everything that they have and, learned and for the year. Traditional, uh, traditional Greek- dances. Yes, and their costumes are also traditional costumes from Greece and different areas. Um, they just love. They love to be there. They love to show their heritage, show the dances. Um, it's just part of who we are. And are those going to be on stage throughout the afternoon and evenings? Yes, or? Okay. they will be scheduled periodically, almost every half hour, hour. And it is truly a spectacle because very few things convey the liveliness that is in the Greek spirit, the kefi, as we call it, as Greek dancing does. Uh, and, of course, at the end of the night, there's always the opportunity for those who would like to join in to feel free to do so. I haven't stayed late enough. I'm going to need, to, to, need stay to stay for that. Well, and is that when we join the circle? We're uh, absolutely, all yes. Mm-hmm. Most Greek dancing is line dancing uh, with the of course, a few uh, individual dancings, like the Tsiftateli, as they call it, but the traditional Kalamatiano, uh, Sirto, dances like that, Hasoposervico. Uh, of course, now I'm talking Greek dances here, but it's <laughs> an opportunity. By the way, that's what you're yes. supposed to yell. Opa! Opa. Yes. <laughs> Don't throw your plate on the ground and crash that, though, but... Isn't that part that of the culture? That is fun to do, though. Right. You'd have to bring your own plate. BYOP. Yes, if absolutely. You're gonna, if you're absolutely. Do. After you've eaten the dessert on the plate. <laughs> exactly. Then yeah. take the rest home. You don't want to throw those as well. So don't miss out on that opportunity. Could I just tap in? And we have just a few minutes left together. But the importance of dance and food and history, how is that important to you as a congregation, as a faith, to have that part of vibrancy, a part of our day-to-day lives. It is very important, and it reinforces what we believe uh, not only as as ethnic Greeks, Hellenes, but as Greek Orthodox Christians. Our Lord said that he came to give us life and to give it to us abundantly. And few things in life as the Greek food, the Greek dancing, uh, the Greek spirit uh, portray a life living lived in abundance meaning with great joy and uh, emphasis, of course, always thanking our Lord, but also uh, being happy that we are alive. It's beautiful. It's also very family-centric, and I think I've admired that about the Greek culture. It is. We try to keep our children involved in it with our parents. Um, Like I said, we cook together. We go to church together. The church is the mainstay of where we congregate every Sunday, where not only we pray together, but we see each other afterwards for coffee hour, um, it's a camaraderie that we we take care of each other. We make sure that if we, somebody's not in church, we call to find out if they were there, why they weren't there. Um, it's just, it's our parea, it's our neighborhood, it's it's who we are. And it's a chance it's, for us to get to know more of who you are. For those like me who walked into the Greek festival about five years ago for the first time, you you go back year after year, you want to feel the joy and the abundance and, and the celebration of the culture and the great food and the gain more respect for one of, you said, one of the best kept secrets 
which is the, the faith of the uh, Greek Orthodox Church. I needed to say before I let you go, one of my best friends, um, Maria Chileos, is a yes. news anchor on KSL News yes. Radio. And we've bonded over the years over her love and respect for her own Greek culture, but her participation in the Greek festival. So don't she's be surprised as you go there if you don't see Maria Chileos. Yes, you know, she's a big asset. She is. It's wonderful. May I thank you for taking time you. out of your thank schedule. You. Connie Heidi Stahl. Say that again. Efharistal. Efharistal. Yes, thank you. How do I say you're welcome in Greek? Parakalo. 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 Thank you. I'm, I'm going to work on that. So the next time you come, I'll have it memorized. Connie Yangich, the chair of the Greek Festival for 2017 and the operations manager as well. Father George Nikas uh, sharing with us his faith and helping us grow in our understanding. He is a presiding priest and the cathedral dean of the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Cathedral and the Prophet Elias Greek Orthodox Church. Looking forward to the festival coming September 8th, 9th, and 10th. Before I let you go, tickets at the door? Uh, actually, admission. Okay. So $3 admission right at the front door right there. So bring $3 with you per person. $3 admission. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having on us. On this week's edition. I look forward to seeing you. See you soon. It's this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.